What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Balls, Buckets, and Bullshit podcast. Um, I am Ryan. I'm introducing for the first time. It is freezing up here in Philly. I think it got to like negative three whenever I was out. But Joey, how are you? Are you keeping warm? How's, how's Colorado? It's actually, uh, we haven't gotten too much snow up here. I actually just got some email that like we might not have drinking water. So not sure how the brewery is going to hold up, but we'll figure that Wait, out. Can but, you make uh, beer without water? I feel like that's like an essential thing. Um, beer might be like, I don't know, 90% of water or so. So I would, I would go ahead and assume no, but I imagine there's people, uh, up the food chain that are figuring it out. There's so. a water crisis going on basically. Melt the snow. Drink. I mean, it's nothing new. We're both, we're both from Texas. We're used to it. Gotcha. All right. So we got all kinds of stuff we can talk about, Ryan. What do you, I mean, we got the Patriots drama, John Gruden getting a fat deal, national championship. Where do you want to start? Uh, let, let's start with the Patriots team. since I am a Jets fan and I despise every single thing the Patriots do. So I'm loving this right now. I feel like this is like the Jets reckoning. Like this is like – this is like, you know, like have you ever seen that movie Independence Day? Yeah. Like whenever – like because I'm pretty sure – and we'll talk about it in a little bit. But like this is the, this is Jets Independence like year, off season. Like this is where all their frustrations – even like Bills fans too. All their frustrations come out and they finally and they finally can unleash it with uh, what's probably going to go down with the patriots. So. I mean, what do you what do you think is going down? I I really can't tell if this is bullshit or not. There's a lot of angles to this. Like there's oh, Belichick back to the Giants, all that. Tom Brady retires after this year. I do you really think the Patriots are going to implode? I I don't want to say that they are because I've seen them have so much success that I'm just not ready as a Jets fan to accept that it's over. So one of the things I was kind of lo- thinking about is like, you know, like in the past years where like we've seen like, you know, cheating scandals and stuff like that nearly bring them down. But that was always like uh, they kind of did something a little sketchy and then they all come together and win the Super Bowl anyways. But this is, I feel like, a totally different story. So like just really quick, in case people don't know what the hell we're talking about, which is probably the case, an article by Seth Wickersham Describe that the past that that basically Bill Belichick, Robert Kraft, and uh, Tom Brady have all been at ends for some time. Now, not Robert Kraft and Brady, but Belichick and Brady, Belichick and Kraft. And basically, what happened is a while back, Bill had a meeting with Robert Kraft, and they were discussing the upcoming upcoming trade deadline. And according to the sources, the meeting ran really long, like half the day, way longer than it was supposed to. And after the end of the meeting, the only thing that was clear was that Bill was to trade Jimmy Garoppolo. And so then apparently after this, two things happened. One, Kraft meets with Brady and like a couple of days later and tells him something. And Brady's like ecstatic for the whole week. He's super happy. And this was, I think, what he was telling him is what Bill had done. So Bill had texted Kyle Shanahan, the 49ers coach, and uh, asked him to tech call him the next day, sometime in like late October. And like, apparently, that was the only person he contacted about trading Garoppolo. So like, here's here's my case, Ryan. Here's why I think it actually is real and it's not bullshit. 
you don't give away your like i mean you could clearly tell like this is all bill has done his entire career trade guys early get more assets than what they're than what they're they're probably worth trade them early and continue this system and that the system is not about any one player it's just about like the way they do things and so i think you know bill wanted to trade brady you know he said hey we could trade him now for a lot of picks get whatever we want um you know he's 40 41 years whatever 40 years old he's you know he's only got a few years left anyways so like why not trade him now and i think Kraft told him no and i think that kind of pissed him off and just said he's like all right you want to tell me no and i'm just gonna go trade garoppolo for nothing i mean a second round pick after what i mean we've already we've only seen a few games keep in mind Garoppolo. it's not like garoppolo didn't have any otas with this team any uh any practice time before that walked in and within two weeks was already uh looking like a top ten quarterback in the league. Yeah, it, it's and, crazy though. I mean, do you do you really think the evil empire is going to be taken down by avocado toast? Like, is is this really how it's going to go down? I mean, it, it has to end sometime, right? It, it just has to. I mean, Brady's getting older. I don't know how many more years that he has. Bill Belichick, I mean, he could stay there, but he's probably the hardest thing to replace on that team. You can go out and there's just no coaches available right now. I mean, Kraft, he signs the checks. He's he's essential, I guess. But I just don't I just, I just don't know. that The Garoppolo trade just really made me scratch my head because every time I see a trade with the Patriots, I'm like, oh, great, what? The Patriots are about to win again, you know? Like, what are they yeah, going yeah. to do now? But no, I think they lost that trade. They gave up Garoppolo, and he's looking really good. He's looking incredible, and I only get him for a second-round pick. And here's the other thing. According to this article, he, he only texted Kyle Shanahan. He didn't even take offers from other teams. And if you're not taking offers for a – franchise quarterback he knew how good he was he had to you know groomed him for like four years and only take offers from one team and i and i say offers like literally he probably just said dude just give me something and i'll give them to you and like i mean so then after that trade comes out he says he's gonna trade i think it was garoppolo for a second and i think they then they uh, the 49ers released brian hoyer and then the patriots signed brian hoyer right well apparently like brady's like good friends with him too so I think that's pro- pro- partly why he was so ecstatic. But I think also what Brady was happy about is now he doesn't have to worry about the Patriots potentially um, subbing in Garoppolo for him because he knows Brian Hoyer ain't going to do anything. Yeah, it, it's just it's just I mean this had to end sometime. The dynasty couldn't last forever. I just like for as epic as a run as it was, this would be the worst way to go down. I can't I can't think of like a worse series of events to end this like amazing career for both Belichick and Brady. Well, you you brought up avocado toast, but to me, what I think might end up toppling the great Patriots organization is a health like life coach guru dude named Alex Guerrero, who this this is the guy that he's like business partners and he helps Brady out a ton. He like helped him develop the TB12 method, and like apparently, and also in this article, this stuff got like. To the point where he was like, if you don't follow my TB12 method, you're going to get hurt and that's your fault. Like it literally became like a cult religion, uh, Scientology thing. Like it, and so if, if, and so then, you know, Alex Guerrero starts telling all these players like, oh, you shouldn't be doing this. You sh-, and like directly contradicting what all the trainers are telling them to do. 
And so Bill just got fed up with it and kicked him out of the locker room, didn't let him fly on the private jet. And I think that's what kind of initially, or not not initially, but set Brady off. And I think this might be the reason uh, that it all really comes unraveling because, I mean, while that was late, like that was after the whole trade, but I think you can, I think there's like legitimate signs to show that this is actually a real story and that I think stuff might actually happen in this off season. Um, the other thing too, is like, you know, he's preparing is like uh, Josh McDaniels for a head coaching job. Um, you know, which he normally doesn't do. He normally just like, doesn't really help them. Same thing with Brady. Brady doesn't normally help like his backup quarterbacks, but I think this is a real story. And I think it might, I think the Patriots might be toppled by a guy named Alex Guerrero. A life yeah, coach. It's just, it's just crazy to think. I mean, like without Belichick, without Brady, I mean, there's not a whole lot on this team. I mean, it's just that the Patriots have been able to work with less and be able to turn it into more. And if you lose Brady, I mean, that team doesn't really have a whole lot of stars. I mean, outside of like Gronk and I guess Brandon Cooks, I mean, like really, where, where are the stars coming from? Like, I don't I don't see that team being as successful as they were. I kind of just see them as like an eight and eight team without both of them. I mean, we've seen in this league, if you don't have a capable quarterback, I don't care what stars you are, you have, but you're not going to be good. I mean, look at the Texans now. I mean, after after losing Deshaun Watson, as great as DeAndre Hopkins is, you're not you're winning with like Tom Savage. Um, but I mean, it kind of makes it kind of basically comes down to that. Bill brought up trading Brady, and Kraft had to side with somebody, and so he sided with Brady and told him no. And like you know, I can I could definitely see why he made that decision. I mean, what would you do if? Someone, if uh, if your coach came up and said you wanted to trade your star quarterback, the guy who won you all these Super Bowls, who has you know made you millions of dollars by developing a huge brand, I mean, it'd be hard for me not to say no. I mean, I just I just think that uh, Brady is he's not replaceable, but he's easier to replace than Belichick. I think Belichick is like, he's just one in a million. We, I don't think we're going to see as good as a coach as Belichick for a very long time. I mean, sure there, you can get a quarterback that's Brady's caliber, but I don't think you can get a coach like that. And Belichick can coach for another 10, 15 years. Brady can only play for like three or four. If even, I mean, I mean, we've already seen that like he's, you know, his, his play is declining towards the end of this season. I mean, he's, it's kind of like how most older players in the NFL start. They start off really good. And then the practices and the, the games and the conditioning just wears them down and they start uh, declining towards the end of the season. But I mean, so you think he made the wrong decision, right? You think they should he should have gone with Bill? Yeah, I think he should have gone with Bill. Just like pretty – isn't he already – doesn't he have general manager duties as it is like right now? I mean, pretty much. Yeah. So just I mean, let him. A, I would manage. say, yeah. Just let him manage and do his thing. I mean, trust the process. I mean, if it worked before, he has the rings to prove it. He knows how to do this. Let him do it. Gosh, unbelievable! The Patriots brought down by Alex Guerrero. I mean, so and then so you kind of hinted at it, like if if Bill does leave. Do you think he retires or do you think he goes to coach another team? I, I, 
I don't know if he would do this just because Boston would literally just topple every future statue that they build for him. But he may go to the <laughs> Giants. I mean, like he's even said that like that's the only head coaching job that he would want other than the one that he already has. And he started there. I mean, I don't I don't think there's enough talent with the Giants right now for him to do that or it would be a wise decision. I mean, you're going to have to go and get like Josh Rosen or Sam Darnold. And I just don't think he's going to do it. But I don't I don't know. See, I think, I mean, this team went 11 and 5 one year ago. I mean, I myself predict them to win the NFC East. I mean, they had Odell Beckham. They have Sterling Shepard, a great receiver. Odell Beckham got hurt, right? I mean, you get those two guys back healthy. This defense still has all the components to be a good defense like it was two years ago. Snacks Harrison up at the nose tackle position. I mean, I think this team is good enough to, like, to win the NFC, you know, at least compete with Carson Wentz. I mean, I don't. I don't think he would go there. I think he more likely retires. But, I mean, the other part of me is, like, for a guy like Bill who's so competitive, could you really see him just trading away everything, leaving the Patriots with nothing, and then not even trying to get, like, a a shot back at him, like, you know, in the actual sport? I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know. We we all know how I I feel about this. I would upper decker the toilet on my way out. So I would do exactly what Belichick would do. I would sell out <laughs> everything. I would give a giant middle finger to the Patriots organization and walk out the door. Yeah, well, you should give a you should give like a like a speech right now as like a Jets fan for for all the years that you've had it. Actually, maybe we can save it when it's official, but yeah, yeah, let, let's save would. it. I'll, I'll write something. It'll be very emotional. My, my time is coming. I'm telling you it, it has to, I want it. Yeah. I want it like, like a five minute desk pounding tears flowing speech. Yeah. Well, I want to be like ready. I want to be like ready to go play in the Rose bowl or something. <laughs> I may just copy like a dead poet society, captain, my captain type thing or, yeah, <laughs> Do you think this like impacts their season like this like this season at all? Yeah, I, I think they're gonna win the Super Bowl this year just because they're all gonna be like, oh, like this is it. Like this is our last hurrah. This is the last chance we're gonna get. It's gonna light a fire under their asses and they're going to win another Super Bowl. It's gonna be Belichick's ninth and Brady's what, sixth? So Yeah. I mean I don't see how they don't, right? Like they look at the playoff teams out there right now. Like, good God. I mean, they got to play the Titans next week. Like, oh, that's that's an easy win for them. And then they get the Steelers or the Jags. I mean, the the Steelers are so hot and cold that I mean you're not gonna lose to Blake Bortles. I could see them easily winning. I could see them easily beating the Jags and probably beating the Steelers. I mean, so they pretty much got like a golden ticket all the way to the Super Bowl, and then yeah, and then only maybe much, like I, I don't think anybody in the NFC is going to give them that much trouble either. The only one, I mean, because like look in the NFC quarterbacks, you got Nick Foles, Case Keenum. Uh, I mean, the only team I could think is maybe the Saints with that running game, but that's that's really the only one. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of head coaches, what do you what do you think about Gruden in Vegas? Gosh, man. I mean, could I get a deal for could I do something for nine years? Or could I not do something for nine years, come back and get ten years and hundred million? That'd be pretty great. I mean, that's that's so inflated. We've been to Vegas together. I think we could spend ten million dollars in Vegas in a month. Easily. Oh, yeah. Oh, you could Vegas is like just yeah a golden town. You can just spend whatever you want there. But oh, no, I mean, you like the move. I don't. 
I just don't I don't know, man. Like the he hasn't coached in nine years. He hasn't coached since like the Bucks in two thousand eight. Like think about like I, I think back then they had the push out rule. Like think about how different the rules are. And I know he's been like doing you know the stuff in ESPN, and he's still you know, he's been watching quarterback tape, and he has all that stuff. But like you can't tell me that being out of a job for nine years, especially one like the NFL, where it's so different from like when we like grew up as like a kid watching it like it's not even the same it's like a totally different game now think about like the way like receivers can like operate freely now i mean it, i just I get, I get why they made the deal right they they want i mean this team significantly underperformed this season um you're trying to sell season tickets for the eventual move to vegas in like 2020 or whatever it is you want to have some momentum going into that. I can get why they paid him this much, especially because, like, who else are you going to get? Like, there's really not that many coaches out there that are, like, that That people would think, oh, that's a good hire. Most people would just not even know whoever you hire. Yeah, I, I mean, With that, I understand. From, like, an organizational standpoint, it makes a lot of sense. You know, you have to get something sexy to fill those seats. I mean, the Vegas Golden Knights, they, they packed that in pretty well, surprisingly. I, I'm surprised the success they've had filling seats. But Gruden's definitely going to have some success bringing in some people, selling tickets. But, I mean, I just don't understand the 10 years aspect of it. Like, why lock yourself in that long? I mean, this guy, what, his last seven seasons, he basically coached 500 football. Like, I, I just don't know if I would do it. It would be like buying a 2008 Hummer just because it was really cool back in the day. But then you're like, this is the only car I'm going to drive for 10 years. That just seems ridiculous. It, it seems cool. I mean, you're probably going to pick up a couple of chicks, but in the long run, I don't know if it's the best idea. A Hummer's probably a bit of exaggeration too. Yeah, what's I, that? I, what's that I, like really old car that Alfred Morris drives? Oh, like a ben, 91? Calls like, it Bentley. It's like a, like a 90s Buick that he like redid. <laughs> I think it's like driving that. Yeah, he he like I saw a picture of it, and I think he bought it for like two thousand dollars, and he spent like forty five thousand dollars on like renovations to it, and I'm like, oh my god. I just man, I don't know about this team. Like, they have a great season, right? This is last year. They were a Derek Carr injury away from probably competing in the AFC Championship, and then he gets hurt, and they have a terrible season this year. They they bring back Marshawn Lynch. Another clear, like, they didn't really need him. He didn't really play that that great. He played okay. But another, like, just clear, like, just keep selling tickets, keep getting momentum, ride us out till we can move to Vegas. Because it was a slap to him in the face for them, uh, to many Raiders fans when they said they were going to move. So... Yeah, I don't. I don't I, see I just, them having a lot of success. I think they're probably going to make one or two playoff runs. I don't see a Super Bowl with, with Gruden. I really don't. I mean... Like so, and then like think about the division. He's got to compete with the Chargers. Who, if Philip Rivers can keep it up for a couple more years, that defense has like one of the best pass rushes in the game. They got Melvin Gordon looked a lot better this season. Uh, Keenan Allen obviously is a great receiver to deal with. I mean, that's going to be a tough team. The Chiefs obviously, while they totally blew. I mean, maybe we can talk about the wild card games too in here in a second. But I mean, there's there's still a lot of talent, but. How, how do coaches' contracts work? Are they fully guaranteed, like 100%? Uh, I believe so, yeah. yeah oh, wow. I believe they have to pay you him see, out. I, I'm gonna go, there's there's no way that, that he lasts 10 years. I don't, I don't think he's going to last 10 years.
I mean, I feel like because at one point they were talking about an ownership stake. Do you think that maybe like he 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 wanted an ownership stake and that was like maybe the counter offer? Yeah, I think so. I mean, like everybody's trying to get part of an NFL team. Like Diddy has been trying to buy his own team for like I don't know, like a decade now. It's just impossible to do. Yeah, he's trying to buy the Panthers. (laughs) Ridiculous. Yeah, but I mean, I think that was a big thing. I think the smartest move for Gruden right now would be take some of that hundred million dollars, go to MGM and open up a restaurant called Gruden's Grinders, and it's just like a sub shop in the middle of MGM. Because I think I'll be out of a job in like five years, so at least it gives him something to do. Gruden's grinder, not a sub shop. Yeah, yeah. People call them grinders in some parts of the country. I think. Oh, I don't know about that. That maybe we can we'll figure that out. Um, I mean, but the, the, I guess the Chiefs could be less less vulnerable if they end up getting rid of Alex Smith and uh, putting in Pat Mahomes. But or is, is it Pat Mahomes? Yeah, yeah, he. He just didn't really look that good. Like, no, he did Yeah, I know it was his first game. He got the jitters and everything, but I, I didn't see future in him. Like, I, I didn't really believe it in college either. I mean, he was good in college, but I just don't think he can transition. Ten years, a hundred million, like that. Oh, like you realize, like how many? Like that's so long, Ryan. Think about like two thousand, like eight. Like that was back when the Patriots went undefeated. Think about how many coaches and like how th- how many things change between now and then. It'd be locked up with a guy for that long. And like Mark Davis isn't like the most like the richest owner ever, too. But to- <laughs> I love I love posting this too. The my favorite tweet that I saw about this was that it's probably the largest transaction between two men who cut their own hair. Because <laughs> Mark Davis' hair yeah, they, looks they like some shit. of the worst hair in the business. I'll say that. John John Gruden. I they I, I just don't get how like they have all the makeup people they could ever you know need. How do they not make him look a little better? I, I he mean, he looks like that front forehead. Oh, it's just like a weird like I would not let my kids around that guy at all. That forehead, man, oh. it is so big. It looks like a dumb and dumber haircut. Like honestly, <clears throat> that's what it is. That's what it reminds me of every time I see it. Oh, what next, Ryan? I don't know, I think I'm tired of talking about the Raiders. We can talk about yeah, uh, Brown or the oh, Chapman. Yeah, the I mean, I don't, I don't really understand it. I, how can Speaking a franchise be so future. bad for so long and not get better? I just don't understand it. Well, you know how you make it better? How? You have a parade. You have a parade for going 0-16. Who, who do you think is going to play this parade? I, I hope it's like Nickelback <laughs> headlining. Like with like – No, it happened today. It happened today. It was just a bunch did, – did you not see any? Oh, my no, God. The clips yeah, yeah. from this thing were hilarious. It was a bunch of like rusty, beat-up old trucks <laughs> carrying a bunch of like people in the back of them with like signs. And it was like – I mean, I just wrote down some of my favorite. There's one guy who was walking with the sign that said, I'm with stupid, and it pointed like to the left. And the next guy had a sign that said, season ticket holder. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, another sign, two, this guy held a sign, 2017 preseason champs, 4-0, baby. <laughs> I mean, total, like, I just, like, can you blame him, though? I mean, to have to deal with this every single year, I mean, they – they need something, I guess, to like keep their sanity as fans. Because I, I personally, if I was anywhere near that, I would have. I would have just. 
I would have divorced that fanship a long time ago. Yeah, I, I, I'm always a big proponent of like European soccer rules. So I think the bottom team should be relegated to the Canadian Football League and the best Canadian Football League gets promoted into the NFL. So I say replace them with like the Argonauts or the Ottawa Red Blacks or something because I'm just tired of – it's just so sad. It's like literally a factory of sadness. This, this team just produces just nothing but just sadness. Do you see uh, LeBron's reaction to it? No, what did he say? He said, he said, what would be your reaction? The guy asked him, what would be your reaction as a player if the fans held a parade if you went uh, without a win? He said, I'd be fucking pissed. <laughs> <laughs> he, but he did suggest, I mean, but he's like, but you can't really blame the fans. Like, I mean, that team just needs to do better. Like he said, they maybe they should boycott a season till they win two in a row. And I'm like, LeBron, that's, that's not a season. We're talking about 10 years maybe like, till that could happen again. I don't know. I think they can win two games eventually. You, you know what's funny is you say that and then every year – like I was actually uh, – another sign I saw. This guy, he held up a – he was at a game and he said – he held up a sign that said 0 and 13 and it was slashed through the three and it said 14. And then the girl, his wife next to him had a sign that said he had this, he had this sign last year. <laughs> <laughs> and he was, uh, and he was brought it. He brought it back for two years in a row. Like, man, that's just like the bar is just so low. That's like if you're going out and you're like, oh, I'm gonna go home with like a four, and then you end up going home with like a two. Like the bar was already so low. How did you manage to like mess that up? Like, I just don't understand it. It's kind of like going to like Taco Bell. You think you know? You just keep coming back, thinking it's gonna be good. Or like even half decent. At least fill you up. Give you something. And it just disappoints every time. And leaves you with shits. And and like Taco Bell, you have to be completely wasted to watch the Browns or eat Taco Bell. Oh my god. That was another sign too. Thank, someone was like, thank God there's alcohol. <laughs> That's bad. Yeah. They, they just need to nuke the team. Just start over. Just start over. But like, do they though? Because I mean, like... Josh Gordon comes back, right, and looks half decent. Like, they still got Miles Garrett, who's a great edge rusher. Uh, their defense is, like, their defense is, like, not that that bad. Um, Duke Johnson's, like, a capable pass-catching running back. I just, like, I don't understand I how this team can't win a game. Can, like, to save this team is if they draft Saquon Barkley one and then take, like, Baker Mayfield or the best available quarterback at five – um, I mean, this team just needs playmakers. They just need to put points on the board. Like you said, their defense is okay. It's actually – I think it's a little above average. I mean, they play in the AFC North too. So, you know, I, I, I think that's the only way. you got to get playmakers because if you're going to have Josh Rosen throwing only to Josh Gordon and no names, I mean, what do you think is going to happen? See, I, I don't know how they pass up on like either Josh Rosen or uh... – I don't know, even Baker Mayfield, which would be a total Browns pick, I feel like. But you got to get a quarterback. You just got to keep drafting and hope one pops. Because, I mean, that, that 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 jersey with all the names on the back is just absurd. I mean, yeah, I, I thought Kaiser looked okay. They invested a second-round draft pick. Hopefully they can move him for picks. But I just don't know if Cleveland has the patience to build around him right now. And they shouldn't. Yeah. There's another sign I thought I saw too. It said, "We're not consistent losers. We're just patient patient winners." 
very patient winners. Oh, God. You want to talk this uh, national championship coming up? Yeah, let's do it. So we got Alabama versus Georgia. The SEC Bowl 2.0. Alabama favored by three and a half. Is this good for college football, do you think, Ryan, to just have two SEC teams in the national championship? I mean, I just hate the SEC in general. I just hate success for football teams and just sports in general because my teams usually don't have it. And this is just – it It just doesn't make football fun in my opinion. We've already seen this matchup. We already know – like we kind of have an idea of how it's going to go. I think Bama's going to steamroll Georgia. They keep trying to set this up as, oh, Georgia's awesome offense versus Alabama's crushing defense. I'm like, come on, dude. You, you, you're going to sit there and watch Chubb and Fromm just throw it around all day? No, they're going to get demolished I think. I think they're going to get – yeah. I think it's not even going to be a game by halftime versus Alabama. I mean, the problem, my problem, yeah, like, my problem is, like, with, like, the NFL, like, you at least have, like, kind of a national audience. But, like, with college, like, most of your audience comes from, like, local, like, where your team is from, right? And to have only two teams in the same conference from, like, the same, like, general region, like, I don't see how, like, no, I don't see how, like, anybody really watches this game, especially because everyone knows Alabama is just going to win anyways. And, no one, you know, most people don't even like Alabama. How, how do we solve this? Do we, is it expanding the playoffs like we talk about a million times a year? Or like, what, what do we do? See, the interesting part about the, that you say that is usually I'm just like, eh, probably not. But Alabama's the four seed and Georgia's the three seed in this. So it's like, this is actually might be the first time that like, and I have to go look that in a you know few years that the playoffs have been around that like, the lower seeds have actually veiled both of them. I just like what the only one I would say maybe is two six, but eight's too many. Like who was like eight? Like USC? Like they're not the best team in the in the nation. Like you, I don't know, you just but, don't, then, but then you watch a team like UCF, who thirteen and zero, they actually they crowned themselves a national champions, and I I think they should honestly. They played a really weak schedule, but they dominated that Auburn team. And I think if we expanded it to like a maybe not as crazy as like March Madness, but I mean, I would love to see a, a Boise State take down like a Georgia or a UCF take down an Auburn in a playoff situation. That'd be amazing. Like it would just make college football more enjoyable, especially for us t- uh, teams like that aren't very good and aren't going to be making a push for a while. I mean, it, it gives us something to root for, you know? Yeah. Uh, the SEC Bowl 2.0. I'll, I'll be watching it though. You know, whatever. I, I complain about it, but of course I'm going to have to watch it. I mean, yeah, it's the only thing going on on Monday nights. You might as well. I did, I did think it was pretty interesting that Alabama was only favored by three and a half. Like, I, I just don't see how Georgia even, I mean, not that like Alabama's going to come out and put up like 60, but like, I just don't see how Georgia keeps it close. I mean, it's, it's Nick Saban. It's like one of the SEC schools. Like, he's going to, he's going to be ready. I mean, like, yeah, Oklahoma was only able to lose that because their defense was just so atrocious. They had, like, one-armed guys out there, like their IM football team, just, like, letting anyone run over them, run past them. It was just awful to watch. There's no way Georgia can hang with Bama, especially with that defense. You know, that just uh, brought up it. Who do you think is a better coach, Saban or Bill Belichick? Uh, I'm going to go Belichick only because we saw what Saban did in the NFL. And he just wasn't very good. Thank God it was for a rival team, the Dolphins. But, yeah. 
You know, that just brought up a good – I wonder what Nick Saban's current contract is and compare that to Gruden. This, it shouldn't be anywhere close. Right, Nick Saban's a three-year – he's making 11 a year, $11 million a year, three-year extension. So that's like, what, 33? Like, it, couldn't you have just, like, condensed that into, like, I don't know, six, six years and just paid, like, Saban $15 million a year? I think it at least hear you. Yeah, for sure. I think so. All right. Anything else you want to talk about, Ryan? That's all I got on my mind. Uh, do we do any basketball? We can do some basketball if you want. I did have something. I mean, I didn't. I kind of just like I kind of like do basketball and like just stretches, just kind of like get all coached up and see about it. Just because it's, I mean, it's like every. You know, it's every day, so it's just hard to like keep watching it. But uh, and, it, and it doesn't even matter like right now. It's kind of pointless basketball at this point. But I mean, I, I would. I guess we could talk about it going uh, coming back to the Cavs. I mean, it's definitely it definitely makes them a better team. My problem is, is like I don't I as great as they could be on offense. Like I just still don't see how this team ever can match up with the Warriors defensively. I mean. You're starting five with IT in, assuming Dwayne Wade stays on the bench, is something like IT at the one, um, J.R. Smith at the two, LeBron at the three or four, Kevin Love at the four, or the five, and then like, you know, depending if you want to go small or big, Tristan Thompson in there. But like if you put if you put IT in there, like he's a bad defender. He's not gonna match up against at all at all against Stephen Curry. Like I just I don't know. I don't see how this team is. I mean, unless LeBron has like his superhuman defensive powers again, which, you know, he probably will. But like, even then, like, you're not going to be able to defend Durant and Curry at the same time. Yeah, no, I, I got it. The, the only thing that I think the Cavs are doing better this year is just they're deeper, they're longer. Like, their bench is actually like kind of respectful now. You're not throwing 55 year old Richard Jefferson out there just hacking up shots. Um, they're going to be a little more rested. I mean, I think they're not going to win, but I think they can maybe make a series fun. I would still give it to the Warriors in like six, though. Fifty-five-year-old Richard Jefferson. Hey, he could I, still, he could still, he could still dunk. I mean, what Vince Carter? Vince Carter put up like a monster game like not too long ago. It was pretty cool to watch. Oh, he he is he must be an alien. He's forty-four. Maybe 43. He's old for an NBA player. That's for sure. All the oldies, man. Ginobili just put up 20 the other day as a 40-year-old. Crazy. It's insane. Do you have any uh, – have you been drinking any off-brand beer? Any Anything uh, odd we should know about lately? Uh, No, not really. Um, What about what about you? No, not – I just stay on brand. Just drinking my normal uh, Budweiser. Budweiser. Budweiser products. What's like That's the most? It. Wait, what? What forty do y'all make? Obviously, Bud Ice, but there has to be another one. They make Natty Ice. Oh, uh, classy. Bush Light. Ah, uh, comes in forty ounces. You don't. You don't make like a cool one, like King Cobra or something. Uh, I actually think that might be under Anheuser Busch's like portfolio to be quite honest that would because i remember i remember reading it and thinking oh this would make ryan so happy 
Yo, that would that would be my dream job to be like the manager of like the shittiest beer bottling facility. That'd be awesome. I feel like everybody would come into work just depressed, be very gloomy, no windows. I feel like it'd be an amazing job. All right, Ryan, why don't you send us off on some uh, Jets prayer to the gods that your uh, your your dream comes true? Um, dear football gods, um, with the sixth overall pick, just let it be somebody who's not a bust because. No matter what, we're going to find some way to mess this up. If it's Baker, Rosen, Darnell, we will end their career. We will. We will find some way to mess this up, even with the Patriots imploding, even with the Bills looking awful and the Dolphins not going anywhere. We will find some way to go like 6 and 10, probably, or 5 and 10, yeah, 6 and 9, something like that. So, you know, well, it, it's just not good. It's just not good being a Jets fan. But, you know, we continue on. <laughs> I love how that started off as a prayer and this kind of just came into like a confession. Like, uh, hey, please that's God, just, that's just that's, uh, ever- we're probably not going to be that good. We're not that good. <laughs> we're not good. We're, we're not going to be very good. So, oh, well. All right. I think that'll do it for Ryan. I'm Joey. Make sure to follow us on the BBB podcast on iTunes, the BBB pod on Twitter. Also on SoundCloud on uh, BBB Podcast. Ryan, how can oh, people find you? SoundCloud? Yeah, a little bit. little that's, bit. That's, that's intense. Are you launching your rap career too? Uh, yeah, also called a little bit. <laughs> Ryan, how can the people find you on social media? Uh, I don't have a Twitter because, again, I'm not 12. Um, I have an Instagram. I think it's like Lamborghini High. You can follow me there. Facebook. Ask any questions. Seriously, I will answer all sports questions. Um, even sports betting if that's legal where you are. So let me know. All right. Have a good one, folks. Watch the national championship. Watch the playoffs. See you later.